Hey, hey. Welcome back, everybody, to the Music on Deck podcast. Welcome, welcome. I'm your boy, Alex Maglione, uh, engineer, mixer, producer, along with uh, Dave Dinsmore here. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Dave Dinsmore, producer, uh, former general manager of a recording studio, singer, songwriter, on and on and on. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back. Yeah, and we're uh, we're glad to be continuing this thing on. We're 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 really feeling like we're cooking with gas now. Um, yes. Hopefully, y'all are getting co- comfortable with us. We're getting more comfortable with this, and um, you know, reviewing artists' songs and and projects and and giving our honest feedback um, to our to our featured on deck artists. Yeah, it's been fun, hasn't it, man? It's been cool. Yeah, yeah it's been cool so far, and and we're hoping in the, in the coming days and weeks we just keep growing this thing and getting the community you know bigger with featured artists and also just fans of music so absolutely absolutely and, and remember to join our discord page everybody if you uh, are listening we want you want you to get aboard on board and uh uh work with us and talk to us and interact with us that's the that's the way to get going yeah cool so uh yeah without further ado we like to jump right into it uh with our on deck artist uh for the for the episode our on deck artist this episode is an artist named Pottersfield. Um, she's an EDM future bass pop artist, um, based Ooh, in Nashville. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Based in Nashville. Um, she kind of did the, uh, the hail Mary. She's originally from Fresno, California. Um, says she grew up, you know, div- di- diving into CD liner notes and, um, okay, okay. sacrificed everything to make her way to Nashville, declined a high paying job in Austin, Texas to, to come here and pursue her music. So, um, Great. Yeah, so we're going to be uh, reviewing the song Dear Diamonds, um, and uh, yeah, I think we'll let the song speak for itself. I, I kind of give just a little a little background that she provided to us. I guess it's a song um, written about, or to, or as, I guess, uh, her wedding to her by uh, an abusive ex-husband. Um, wow. It's just a, a, yeah, a reflection um, kind of on, on what that all means to her and, and how the ring kind of um you know i actually helped her move on so um yeah without further ado this is going to be dear diamonds by pottersfield you were there you saw it all through the love through the fall Held to my hand with your own gold He promised to have and to hold Did you know he was keeping secrets That his demons would leave me sleepless Did you know Looking back, don't know how I missed All the red flags he wrapped me in Wouldn't let me go to believe that I couldn't see all the shit he used to hide I don't hate myself for the things that I couldn't see Cause love is blind So now I'll take this news off of my hand for the last time Goodbye, I'm done, dear diamonds Goodbye, I'm done, dear diamonds You know the truth 
gaslight fire you put me through The fairy tales I told myself Kept me in silence and put us through hell There's no more hiding, there's no more excuse Still hard to believe that I couldn't see all the shit he used to hide I don't hate myself for the things that I couldn't see Cause love is blind So now I'll take this new off on my hand for the last time Goodbye, I'm done, dear times Goodbye, I'm done, dear diamonds Dear Diamonds by yeah. Pottersfield. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll lead it off here, Dave. Um, okay, man. Go ahead. Interesting song for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely um, a sensitive topic, kind of like I like I kind of talked about introing the song. Uh, t- sensitive topic. Um, I think a song like that can be put out in a lot of genres, almost any, any genre, I think. Um I will say I found it interesting, though, for this type of song, as I say that, to be in this genre. Um, one of my bigger notes uh, was just it's kind of it's tough to tell the story of a negative turned into a positive through EDM. Um, mm-hmm. and, and another kind of note that I had that kind of it just felt like it dragged a little bit in the verses. I felt like I got lost in the verses and they were kind of strung out. And then you come back to that chorus where it's like, okay, you know, goodbye, dear diamonds. Okay. I've gotten past my, my problem. Um, and I felt like that part wasn't a, enough of a big part of the song for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just some technical things. Um, the vocal initially when I bear, when you very first hear the vocal, it was clean as heck. I mean, you hear, as we like to say, you know, in the, in the production side of things, you hear like the back of her throat. I mean, it is compressed. It is clear um, from a production standpoint. Now, with that being said, um, especially, and you hate for this to be the point at which this happens, but on the intro of the song, I could not tell what she was saying. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, was, yeah. I was missing those lyrics um, from an enunciation standpoint. So especially a song like this um where we a deeply rooted story um an emotional story you want to make sure your message is clear you want to make sure the message is is not getting lost and i hate to say it but i missed about half of that intro just on the premise of of i could not tell what what she was saying um mm-hmm. on an enunciation level um which is just it's it sucks because the production was there. I mean, I literally sonically that vocal was very out front, very where it needed to be. Um, yeah. But aside from that, I, I was I couldn't tell what she was saying. Um, and I, even as the song kind of went on, there were other points, too, where I missed a lyric here, missed a lyric there just from an enunciation level. Yeah. Um, the production, though, that the, the music I felt like was was good. I felt like it was good for 
the vibe of this song again it's tough to 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 swing a story from a negative to a positive like that and have it be in an edm way um again i think i i just would have liked to see you know tell the story briefly of the and then make the positive the huge yes like i've overcome you know make that a really big thing and then come back to the negative a little bit and then yeah i rose up from that yeah you know like that type of thing for me um would have put it over the edge but um i just yeah. felt very confused yeah. throughout the whole song i know i'm i know i'm stringing this out but i felt confused throughout the song just from from the enunciation and in the vibe and and that whole thing so um uh dear diamonds from Powdersfield for me is going to get a seven uh dave oh, what do you okay. what do you think okay yeah no i mean you know it's I think we're right there together, man. Um, uh, it's interesting because uh, I have diction in the intro is the first thing that comes through. Um, I really like the mix, uh, just like Alex was saying. I mean, beautiful, man. Clear, right? You know, that vocal is so forward that I'm just like, okay, you're conveying that intimacy that you want. But you know what? He's right. Man, was I bummed when I couldn't understand what those lyrics were. And I could tell they were important, too. You know what I mean? So, yeah, um the diction and you know i couldn't tell if it was the diction man or if it was um you know some sort of effect she had on there or something but but um i couldn't i was missing that so i i completely agree with him um the reverb was really cranked in there too and i get you're trying to convey that kind of space and everything but you know maybe a bit much on that for my end you know usually when i'm hearing tales uh kind of draws my attention so i don't know if i was not being able to focus on it or if it was the diction or if it was the reverb and the diction, maybe a combination of both. Um, uh, I actually really liked the part with that slow, that slow tempo groove, man. Uh, that, that, that was my favorite part, part in the uh, um, verses. Uh, no, it's like right after the verses in that, you know, uh, dear diamonds that, you know, kind of okay, that yeah, bump, yeah, yeah. That bumping part, yeah. uh, the slow tempo, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that was a groove. That was cool. Um, I, I like the effect on the Vox later on that she had like a harmonizer kind of a thing going there. Um, Again, maybe a little too much on a lot of that. Um, maybe a little bit. I get it's EDM, you know what I mean? Like you're yeah. supposed to, you know. But um, as as you kind of touched on, I think the, it's hard to take something as serious as a subject matter as you know, as this, and then try to put like a dance groove to it. And it's it's slow, and yet I, I was kind of you used the perfect word. I was kind of confused. I'm trying, should I be, you know, happy or sad about this throughout a lot right. of it? And I think the words and not being able to understand everything really clearly probably added to that. But I think the overlying thing for me um that i would really like I, I would have loved to have heard like some sort of a lead line over that bridge uh the bridge part you know some kind of a lead melody or something um that might add a little bit more of a hook to it and then kind of the overall thing for me man was that you i think it goes hand in hand with what you said, because you're saying, you know, kind of take it to that, you know, and I'm redemption, you know, I'm positive. There's a big, you know, positive at the end. The song's very horizontal. I, I kind of would yeah. have liked an apex at some point. I, I would have liked to have known that the struggle is at the beginning. And then we reached the, we reached the top of the mountain. It, the, the, there was no top of the mountain. It was just kind of very lateral, um, which, which, you know, is fine. It's a choice. Um, but I think for something like this, uh, it would have really benefited for at the end to get this huge, huge sort of like oh okay here we are here's yeah. here's what we've been building towards and there really wasn't anything building towards anything yeah i hate um, to say it but maybe like a key change <laughs> you know that would hey you know that's not a bad idea that's not a bad idea at all um and and i you know the other thing is i could tell she from what i can tell she was you know she can really sing so i i don't feel like she ever really was reaching where she could go that i feel like she could go further 
vocally and and just never did so i almost kind of wanted a you know a a higher register you know push that up maybe take a different melody line somewhere in there just to give it a little bit of variation i get it's edm all right i get it's edm everybody's going to see it's edm you're not all right i get it i get but you know it's got to be interesting and it's got to take us on a journey and i felt like you know all the all that we've said both me and alex i mean mean, i'm right there with you i mean i really can't i really can't say much more because uh, you you know i'm I'm there with you i I, i'd say for me it's a six seven so we're we're really close uh, you said six point seven i said six six point seven that's that's gonna be my score on that Mm -hmm. yeah all right yeah good song man i mean listen good 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 song i I think some tweaks and it could be you know a lot better yeah yeah and again i mean i i know this is extra feedback or extra like off the record not a score thing but i mean i i'm gonna go listen to more of her stuff because i'm curious you know and that's that's purely the reason like i'm curious to see how the other stuff is you know so um yeah hey and i just let me just say real quick that's incredibly brave to put something like that into a song and and that's the kind of stuff we love so i'm gonna give absolute 100 kudos for you for you know, laying yourself bare in a song and, and, and I acknowledge the courage that that takes to do that. So, um, uh, well done. Yeah. So, uh, let's move on to our, uh, our, our kind of personal segments here. Yeah, man, what um, you got in the uh, Maglion minute over there? Yeah. So, uh, Maglion minute, we're going to quickly discuss, um, kind of, I think you, you, um, in one of our previous episodes so far, but, um, my title to it is creative control throughout a song or project. Um, mm, mm. and I think you and I both kind of are on the same, same wavelength on this, but, um, it's, I, I just want to stress to artists and I use the artist word very strongly here. Um, if you are making a song, creating a song, whether you're creating the, the melody or you're an in, one instrumentalist or you're the songwriter, um, understand your role in the creative control part of things and how far you're willing to go with that. Um, We see this a lot of times with new artists, um, maybe their first album or first single, first time recording, first time maybe welcoming in um, a group, a band to record their songs. Um, We stress all the time to our artists, look, you have your song a certain way in your head and our job is to make you happy at the end of the day and get that as close to what we think is in your head as possible or as close to what your demo is as possible. But, and this is a big, but especially (laughs) if you're going the route of um, real instruments with, with a, a band being brought into the studio, you're opening your song up, even though it may be charted out and it says, play this note here and this note here and this chord here and that you're welcoming in two, three, four, five, six other artists into the room, Mm -hmm. into your project. So when you do that, you can't possibly expect your piece of art to remain 100% yours in the way that you see it because you're welcoming in other artists who are going to paint or add a color that they like to it. Um, So I just want to kind of say that as a, um, you know, as kind of a, a precursor to people who are maybe taking their stuff into the studio for the first time, or also people who may be writing music um, and, and not co-writing. Another thing I encourage artists to do is co-write, 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 but to be able to co-write, you have to be willing to break pieces off of your piece of art to join it with other people's to make it something greater. Um, More minds together are going to create probably a better project. And then the last thing I tell songwriters when we have this conversation uh, is I 
I encourage you to go to the top 40 list of whatever genre you like um, or let it just be top 40 or country, um, which are the, the, you know, the popular ones around here. You will not find one song, I bet, one song on the top 40 that is written or composed by just one person. So that just shows you, you need other people and other artists to become a part of your project. So it's okay to have some creative control and, and know that you can still reach something that is, you can still call yours at the end, but if you're going to welcome in more artists and producers on and, 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 and everybody else that's involved into a project, just know that it can't possibly be exactly what you have in your head because other artists have other ideas that are most likely in most cases going to make it better. So that's my Maglione minute. Absolutely. Um, dude. Absolutely. Control. Um, yeah. Just, just, you know, just be careful kind of with your creative control and be willing to, to, to share some of that creativity with the other artists that you are wanting to welcome in. So, well, and, yeah. and you know, we, we also are really familiar with the fact that, um, you know, the, the, the process that a song that you've written, we we're very familiar with the process that it goes through when it, when it's kind of recorded professionally. And I don't think most people have seen that they're not prepared for that. You know what I mean? And so like Alex said, when, when you put it through that process, it's never what you expected. Even as a producer, I have it in my mind. Oh, I'm hearing this and I'm hearing that. When we lay it down, it never turns out 100% like you expected. And as Alex said, if you're open to the process, it's always better. Yeah. It's always, whoa, I never thought we were going to put that. Did you hear that harmony in there? Did you hear that piano part? Oh my gosh. You know, that was amazing. And if you let the artists be who they are and do their job, which is what you've hired them for, you know, be professionals, right. give them that hook, give them that thing that, that, you know, you didn't initially think of. That is an absolutely wonderful, beautiful thing. And if you are an artist that clamps that off, you are going to be completely limiting your own music. I yeah. couldn't agree more, man. That's a great, great message. Yeah, man. So uh, what do we have from you from your uh, unsolicited segment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, this week, I, I mean, I'm just simply going to talk about uh, near-field monitors. Um, you know, for anybody who doesn't know um, engineering, uh, people will know who I'm talking, you know, what I'm talking about. But I mean, if you're, even if you're not, if you're more on the production side, you know, you're going to need a good pair of monitors. And, and, and I think everyone you ask is going to tell you that their brand is the best kind. Um, you know, you got KRK guys or like Adam or Genelec or PMC or Mackie or JBLs on and on and on and on. And, and, and all those people are going to have a ton of technical jargon to back up that claim. <laughs> um, but I'm here to tell you, you know, um, what, what it ultimately comes down to is what sounds good to you. Right. I mean, you know, if you're a working engineer, I, you know, I recommend finding something that's got, you know, like a flat frequency response, you know, something as flat as possible uh, to try and get like a true sound. Uh, but for everybody else, I, I would just say, you know, get what sounds good to your ears. Um, I originally had like some HS8s, a Yamaha, um, and, and I loved them until they were, I realized they were, you know, kind of too loud and too big for what I needed. Um, which, which that brings me to another point, you know, don't let your eyes be bigger than your stomach. Right. You may not need eight inch speakers. Okay. Right. A pair of sixes might be better and cheaper for you right now. You know, um, I, I've since downsized, um, to a pair of Vanitus, um, and, and they, they worked, you know, fine for what I needed. Um, most people haven't even heard of that brand. And I think in the engineering community, we can kind of thumb our nose at things that we haven't heard of before. Um, but you know, do your research ultimately look, you know, pick, pick, 
pick what sounds good to you. You're going to be happier in the long run. Don't let somebody come in and tell you, oh, you know, this one's got this kind of this, you know, do your research. And, uh, you know, I'd say get something as high quality for your price range that you can uh, listen to it beforehand if you can, you know, uh, and pick what sounds best to you. I mean, don't chase hype. You know, it, it'll, it'll leave you, you know, really with something you don't like in the end. Um, what do you think about that, Alex? Yeah, no, I, I totally couldn't agree more. And, and from the engineer, the more engineer standpoint, the guy that's going to be more the snob about it, I, I, like I said, I agree with everything you said. Um, the one thing that I was thinking about while you were saying this whole thing is price. I think a lot of people get caught up in price and yes. that, it go, that goes for everything, not just speakers in this industry or in anything that anybody ever wants to buy. You think yeah. the more pricey, the better it's got to be. You know what? Like what you need to do if you are shopping for anything, but in this case for speakers, have a price range. Yeah. And then inside of that price range, and it's very easy nowadays, you can go to Sweetwater, you can go to Guitar Center, and there are normally four or five sets of speakers, different mm -hmm. models. They all will sound a little bit different. And you take all those speakers and you, they will do it for you. These stores will do it for you. You take those speakers and you can listen to each set. Absolutely. And, and I encourage you, you know, be as blind as you can be. Go back and forth with them as you can be. Yep. And, yep. and don't go in there thinking, you know, you may go in there with a favorite or, or what you think may be their second choice. Or you may go in there thinking one brand sounds a certain way. But have your price range and be open to what's in that price range and listen to them. And then Absolutely. just pick the one that sounds best to you. Uh, just to just to close off your point there a little bit, just another engineer tip for those in the speaker you know market or referencing market. Have a playlist of songs that you know really well. Yeah. Your favorite song, a song that you feel like has really good bass, a song that has really good uh, sounding vocals, and bring those into the store or or use those when you test them out at home or you go to another studio and you will know you'll have a representation of what you know. And if it sounds the way you think it's supposed to sound, then that's a good speaker for you. If you're like, whoa, there's a lot of low end in there or that vocal seems way out front, then that means that's not what your ear is used to and, and that speaker is not going to be good for you. So that's, and it seems that's really, really obvious. Doesn't it? Like, I don't know about you, but like when I went in, uh, I actually went in doing exactly what you just said, don't do. I went in with like, oh, I'm going to get the JBLs because they have this mm -hmm. like sensor that like tunes them to the room and everything. And I, but I went in and I literally listened to them and it was by far, you know, I was drawn, <laughs> I was drawn to the Yamaha. So, I mean, like, I think yeah. your ear is just, I mean, if you really trust your ears, you're going to pick one really, really, you know, that that's for you and don't get caught up in price. Like Alex said, and don't get caught up in size, you know, right. don't, don't get caught up in people that are like, Oh, you got to have this or, you know, or it's not even worth it, man. Get what is good for you and for your needs. Know yourself, be honest with yourself. Don't overreach. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely a good point. And, and we could have that, like you said, that you brought it. Speakers. Oh, yeah. We could have that conversation yeah. about microphones and uh, uh, computers and about other gear. And I'm sure we will throughout yeah. you know, throughout the time of this podcast. But some good ideas uh, for later. are a good way to kick that off for sure. Yeah. So uh, why don't you uh, throw us into our uh, suggestion box? What do you got okay. for this episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to actually do something that, um, is, is pretty obvious. Uh, Harry Styles, man. Um, okay. you know, not, stuff? not a big one direction fan myself, but, uh, Harry Styles solo stuff. I have been, um, a slow kind of, Oh, okay. And, and, you know, really <laughs> starting to take it seriously. And, and honestly, um, uh, uh, Harry Styles new album. Yeah. The new stuff, the entire album, Harry's house. Wait. 
you know, if you've heard um, the same as it was or whatever the single is, you know, like, okay, that, you know, but, but man, get the whole, the whole thing, listen to the whole thing. It's unexpected, honestly. Um, and uh, of course, the funding that he has available at his oh, level, yeah. the Sonic yeah. mix, you know, sonically, it's just mixed and written and produced amazingly. So, I mean, if you want to hear, um, I don't know, you and I were always talking about like, you know, know your, know where you need to be, know your level, know where you're at, put your stuff up against something that, now keep in mind, you know, we're not, we're talking, you know, $200,000 or more, you know, and, right, uh, right. Um, you know, so, so, you know, keep that in mind. But I mean, like, if you want to hear top notch, uh, my suggestions aren't always going to be this kind of like, you know, weird indie kind of a thing. I mean, it's going to be, I mean, that's just good stuff. I mean, it's, I've just been listening to the whole album, been really into it, man. So Harry Styles, Harry's house. That's, that's mine for, uh, for this week. What about you? Sweet Harry's house. Yeah. I'm no, noting that down right now. Yeah. Um, the whole album is there you got a one track that i can that i can listen to quick, quick no no listen, listen that's the weird thing man okay. you know me i'm a singles guy yeah. i'm the guy who's always telling you go to this song this is one thing this week i'm saying play the whole album okay yeah gotcha cool well i uh my suggestion for this episode is um song it came out embarrassingly over uh uh 5 13 22 so okay so it's not not that old i figured it was a little older but it's a song called uh, Too Much by Mark Ronson and Lucky Day. Um, if anybody knows anything about Mark Ronson, especially the stuff he's done recently, the stuff mm. is just fire. Uh, it's okay. like dance vibes. Um, it's like a little more disco than like Bruno Mars type of stuff. Um, but I mean, it's it's just it's it's total dance vibes. It's a fun listen. Um, you know, like I said, disco elements. Um, it's just a, a really fun song. So, and if, that's my if you dirty little it, secret. I, you know, I love disco, man. I yeah, you, man. You had you, me at disco. Yeah, when no, when I <laughs> when I picked this song out, I was like, man, Dave is gonna be jamming okay. to this song. So well, yeah, I'm it's excited. Called, it's called Too Much, uh, featuring Lucky Day by Mark Ronson. So that's okay. that's my suggestion box. Oh, I know uh, what I'm doing later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Find that find <laughs> that Mark excited. Ronson for sure. And and just so everybody knows, we can say this. Um. Uh, all of our suggestion box songs are in the discord channel. Um, we've got song links to all of them, um, right there, um, in the show section called song suggestion. So just go there and you can find, um, the links to, to all the songs that Dave and I are, um, are suggesting to you guys. So definitely, um, they're they're right there. Don't be afraid to go in and vote, go in and vote for, uh, if we've got it wrong, if you guys hear a song and you, you know, you like the artist, um, uh, you think maybe we've, we've gone too high or we've gone too low, man, please come in and, and, and vote, uh, show us what, what you guys think. That's, that's really interesting to us, isn't it? Yeah. For our, for our on deck, uh, for our on deck features. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Definitely go in there and, 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 and give us your votes as well. We did not say that. So, uh, yeah. So that is, uh, you got anything else from this episode, Dave, or oh, man, I think that's great, man. Yeah, man. A lot, a lot of good info for y'all this, this episode. Uh, hopefully y'all enjoyed it and uh catch us on the next one thanks guys see ya peace